Welcome to your diary episode. Here's the thing, I'm a bit of a nomad, so these episodes come to you from wherever I'm living or travelling to at the time. So I'll share with you what's going on in my world from book tours, animal encounters, delish meals, nature adventures, health discoveries, to swimming in hidden Byron Bay beaches. Come with me as I share my adventures with you. Hello, dear friends. I'm here with your Friday diary pod. Now, fun fact, this is definitely an overshare, but I usually record these pods in the morning, but this is actually a night pod. I've just got home from being on the set of a short film, an Aussie short film. When I say Aussie, Aussie writer, Aussie lead, the crew was American, but the cast was Aussie, I think, bar one was American. So it was a very Aussie uh, crew party vibe shoot. It was a lot of fun. Now, uh, newbies, this is a diary episode. So I basically just tell you what I've been doing in the last seven days and I'm living here in beautiful Los Angeles. So I'll share with you what I've been doing here. I also have a book review for you. I have two movie reviews for you this week and just a little update of all things Los Angelian life. Okay, um, last week you'll know I wasn't very, very well. I think I, to my detriment, I was just running at everything. Like I was self-taping as many times as I could in a day. I was self-submitting heaps. I probably wasn't exercising as much as I should have and I haven't bought that back in yet because I just wanted to get better. But as a result, I'm trying to pick and choose the gigs I go for a little bit more now. So like short films are really cool because you're getting to work usually with a pretty small crew and you get to be part of the magic where you hear, you know, quiet on set. What do they go? Quiet on set, rolling. Oh, someone will come and do the clapperboard and be like shot two, take four. And then they'll be like rolling and then action. And so like it's cool to be amongst all that and you get to do that on short films. I'm not doing extra work because I've heard that you can get typecast as an extra. So, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Second short film of my time here in LA this trip, which was a lot of fun. It was in Santa Monica. So where I live is about an hour away from Santa Monica. So I've just got home from the big commute. What else have I done? I went to my mate Bonnie took me to the Hollywood Farmer's Market. Epic. Incredible. I got all my favourite berries. Like you get this three combo of berries. I got blackberry, raspberry, blueberry. Uh, what else I get? I got a whole cauliflower that's roasting in the oven right now for dindins. And I feel like I got, oh, sunflower sprouts. There's like a sprout special store there as well. It was a lot of fun. And that's on Sundays if you're ever in Hollywood. Um, oh, I had a really yummy cold brew coffee at all time. It's really feeling like summer here. It feels like 35 degrees here in I'm in like the base of the hills in Los Feliz. It was, so it's always about five degrees cooler, morning the beach, like where I was today filming. But it's mighty, mighty hot here. So summer is well and truly here. They say July and August are the hottest months in Los Angeles. So um, I had a really good cold brew and so that's my now go-to coffee now that it's too hot to have oat lattes. That said, I had a coffee at Verve yesterday, which is in West Hollywood, and that was a delicious hot oat latte. I think it depends on the vibe and the mood and all that. Now, 
I also went to Sugarfish. Really great Japanese. If you're ever here, you can get it takeaway or there's little restaurants all over town as well. I would highly recommend. And I got the Feed Me. So they've got different. They've got Feed Me if you're hungry, Feed Me for medium, and then Feed Me for light. We just got the light one. Really yummy. Really clean. Like they bring out all these little plates, but it's like edamame and then it's the raw tuna and then you've got salmon sushi. And the sushi rice is really warm. Oh, so yummy. Highly, highly, highly recommend. Right. Oh, what is next on my list? I have a book review for you. This is a book review for any actors out there. So it's called Audition by Michael Shirtliff. Short Shortliff. Uh, and it's the introduction is by Bob Fosse. It says here, the famed Broadway and Hollywood casting director reveals everything an actor needs to know to get the part. It's really good, just like foundation, basic uh, acting 101 stuff, like about finding the opposites in the scenes, um, the moment before, what are you fighting for, find the conflict in the scene. It's just really cool if you just maybe you haven't had your foot in the, the acting pond for a little while and you want to get back into it. It's a really like gentle but really handy way in. I highlighted so much of it. So, yeah, it's just called Audition and it's by Michael Shurtef. I'm so bad at reading. Like I must be on the spectrum of something dyslexic, but I do read a lot. But I, I'm bad at sp- sounding words out, if that makes sense. But if you want me to send you a photo of it, just DM me on Insta and I'll send you a photo of it. I'm getting into watching animated stuff because I'm about to do another voice course. And so I watched How to Train Your Dragon or How to Train a Dragon. It's really good. Gerard Butler is one of the voices. Jonah Hill is one of the voices. It's really feel good. It's a lot of fun. The voices are a lot of fun. I'm starting to try to listen to a lot of animation to kind of like get my head into more character acting, which I don't do. I do like Lola excited or Lola stressed out or, you know, like I as opposed to like finding uh, the character of a little dragon. So I've just been getting really inspired by watching animated stuff and I love the first one so much that I watched the second straight away. So there's a second movie and it's all on Netflix and then they're uh, Netflix America. I don't know if it's on Netflix Australia because I know you guys have got stuff that I definitely don't have. And then... There's a whole um, there's a whole series on it. It's very, very good. I would highly, highly recommend it. Right, T.O. So they're your movie, they're your movie tips. And then I've done a bit of a little bit of road testing for you. Actually, I'll tell you one thing that's not in front of me because it's in the freezer. It's Halo Top. So that like um, healthier kind of protein ice cream. They've got a keto range here in LA and I got macadamia cookie. It's good. I like to get it and have it with berries and I've got a really sweet tooth, so it's kind of my treat. But on set today, they had this skinny pop popcorn, 100 calories per bag, non-GMA, GMO, gluten-free, no artificial ingredients. So I got them. Can you hear the Russell? And I, I got them off set. Oh, there's a few left. Yum. But then when I got home, I put Trader Joe's onion salt on them, 10 out of 10. It was really, really yummy. I was so hungry. I'd forgotten to – I'd had a salad before I went to set, but, like, you're on set for three hours and then you get real hungry and you're driving an hour there and an hour back. Anyway, the other thing that I'm doing – so next week I go back to acting, acting school. 
on Tuesday. And then the week after that, I start an intensive voiceover class. So I knew that I had like a little two-week gap between training. And so I booked in with my dialect coach to do this Southern monologue. So I love the Southern accent. It's my favorite American accent like ever. But because my voice is low, right, like I have a naturally very, very, very low register, I struggle with it because it kind of sits up here, you know, like it's kind of airy. What's my trigger word? Apple pie. Like it kind of sits up here and it's sing-songy and it's got a nice kind of like melody to it. But I struggle with it because it doesn't feel like it's in my body, right? Like I feel like I got to get up into my head and it feels really airy and breathy and, you know, like Blanche Dubois, like it feels like that. And so I found this monologue from my favourite show, 1883, of the lead character, Elsa Dutton, or one of the lead characters. And I noticed that this actor has a really low register. And so I thought, oh, this might be the way that I can get into, like, finding the southern accent that I can use sustainably. Because, like, up here, you can't really, like, I can't really stay there for too long. Like, I, I get, it gets too breathy and I'm not connected, right? And it feels very false. Whereas I did this, I work with my dialect coach, his name's Matt, and I, I've actually done an episode with him on the pod and we worked on keeping my tone really low and like where my natural register is and doing this real earthy southern. So I'm going to do it for you because I'm sharing the highs and the lows of all things acting with you here. Uh, But, yeah, this is really, like, when I was working on this, like, I got really emotional. Like, it's quite a heartbreaking monologue. Let me just fold my script. Put all my notes on it. Okay, I'm going to give this a crack. We're all friends here, so no judgment. I remember the first time I saw it, tried to find the words to describe it, but I couldn't. Nothing had prepared me, no books, no teachers, not even my parents. I heard a thousand stories, but none could describe this place. It must be witnessed to be understood. And yet, I've seen it, and I understand it less than when I first cast eyes on this place. Some called it the American Desert, others the Great Plains, but those were freezers invented by professors at universities surrounded by the illusion of order and the fantasy of right and wrong. To know it, you must walk, bleed until it is dark, drown in its rivers. Then its name becomes clear. It is hell, and there are demons everywhere. But if this is hell, then I must be a demon too. And I'm already dead. So there you go. That's Elsa Dutton. It's quite tricky. But see how that lower register suits my voice, whereas the high one is just so, it's very hard to maintain. But it's fun. Um, I love the Southern. The Southern accent's amazing. I have to do, for class, I'll be on a general American dialect. So I've just booked in another sesh with my voice coach for class next week. And... Yeah, that's that's me. That's pretty much what I've been doing. I've just kind of been recouping after not feeling great last week and reading a loads. I'm reading an autobiography, an actor's autobiography at the moment. I really want to have that finished to give you a review next week. That's my goal. 
and I will have done class. I'll have lots to update you on next week. Now, I you know that I love an uh, inspiring actor's quote, so I saved some for you. Well, for both of us because I love them. Where are they all? Where are all my quotes I saved? There's a few really inspiring kind of Insta pages that have got all these great, like, really good actor quotes. Oh, my God. And I cannot find any of oh, I'm just going to get up on the Insta page because I know who who's I wanted to use. Here we go. It's loading. Yeah, so the one I gave you last week was um, Mila Kunis, confidence, not cockiness. Knowing who you are is confidence. Cockiness is knowing who you are and pushing it down everyone's throat. That was last week's. This week we're going to go with Maggie, Maggie Smith, acting royalty. There is a kind of invisible thread between the actor and the audience. And when it's there, it's stunning. And there is nothing to match that. Oh, I love that. There is a kind of invisible thread between the actor and the audience and when it's there, it's stunning and there is nothing to match that. Oh, I love it. Um, There you go, Gangles. Hooroo. Lovely to check in. Lovely to see and speak to you. If you haven't listened to Monday's ep yet, it's the incredible Tanya Hennessy. She had me in stitches the whole way through the episode, as you'll hear, and just a really – a human that loves other humans and is inquisitive about other humans, and that it's a, makes a really interesting and awesome guest. Now, next Monday, we have True Crime Los Angeles style with David the Medium where we literally go around to these quite iconic – murder sites, dare I say it, from LA. And we, to be honest, we went to four different sites, literally just tip the tip the iceberg. Like next time he comes back, I will have to do it again. So we went to one of the Charles Manson locations. We went to where Sharon Tate had her last meal, El Coyote. Uh, we went to the Hillside Stranglers. That was so creepy. That was freaked me out. And we went to the Los Feliz Murder Mansion as well. And it was really interesting to have David there because he's so respectful. He, I felt very safe, like I felt very protected with him. And so that's on Monday. So it's David the medium and you'll be blown away by what he feels. And me giving you a little tour of True Crime LA. Scary but quite fascinating. All righty, gangles, go do that thing you love. Bye.